Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. Excited to have Peggy Smith here joining us once again. And we're going to talk today more about regenerative medicine and all she does as, uh, my goodness, she's a woman with many hats. How do I introduce you? Because there's so many um, titles to your name. I call you Peggy. It's really Margaret. Hypnotherapist. You're an RN. Uh, happy possibilities. Tell us more about yourself. <laughs> okay. You can call me Peggy. I'm an RN with 45 years experience uh, in both traditional and alternative medicine uh, modalities. I do have a hypnosis practice outside of Philadelphia, uh, but I also work with other integrative type um, med- medical modalities. And today we're going to talk about one of the newest ones in medicine called regenerative medicine. And how do we reach you at Happy Possibilities? Okay, my telephone number is area code 267-593-5557. You can also email me directly at not just hypnosis, all one word, at gmail.com. My website is www.notjusthypnosis.biz, B-I-Z. All right, let's get started then. The topic for today, what is uh, regenerative medicine? Let's start there. Okay, regenerative medicine deals with the process of replacing, creating, regenerating human or animal cells. Uh, most of us are familiar with stem cell therapy. That's only one one small slice of the whole picture. Uh, different examples of uh, regenerative medicine, they might be... Uh, used in transplants. Uh, everybody hears about the, the, the controversy with using uh, abortion cord stems to get these stem cells. All of us have stem cells all over our body. We have them in our blood. We've got them in our fat. Our fat's good for something. Uh, we've got them in our bone marrow, dental pulp. It's in our skeletal muscles. Um, it just all over our body and most of the therapies that when we talk about regenerative medicine we're taking them from some place in our body that's healthy and we're putting them to a, a an area that needs some help getting a knee replacement doctors are able to actually go to a different part of your body where the cells are healthy uh, pull them out and inject them into your knee and you may not necessarily need a knee replacement uh, no hospitalization is required. Uh, the rehab period is, is minimal. Most people are back up and moving at their previous level of healthy activity uh, in less than a week. Uh, there's still some controversy about whether or not insurance will pay for all forms of regenerative medicine. But I think once these business people in the insurance industry realize how much money they're actually saving if they're not doing major operations and things like that, uh, hopefully that they'll become more willing to take part in and, and cover most of these things. Um, so medical devices and artificial organs, sometimes, you know, we're, we're pushing uh, organ transplants all the time. My driver's license, I'm an organ transplant. I work with transplant recipients. Um, and I see miracles every day from young children who get livers and new hearts to older people who get whatever lungs liver heart sometimes all of it I have a friend recently that had lung and liver and, and heart all in one body uh, and was very successful and healthy afterwards but sometimes if your organs too far 
and needs to be replaced and there's not an organ available quickly enough for the right match, um, regenerative medicine and robotics can come up with technologies and machines to help at least extend the life of your organs that aren't doing so well by injecting healthier cells and other parts of your body or using a ventricular assist device. Uh, they call it by short, it's VAD. It's, um, it's an electronic device that keeps your heart pumping the way it should be, helps with circulation uh, issues. Um, and, you know, that's just, it really is going to be the, the newest and almost like Star Trek medicine. You know, they can't quite put that star quarter over your chest and do it, but it's, it, we're getting there. Got it. Go ahead. So uh, one of the biggest problems that regenerative medicine has is just the, the challenge of effective translation and development of the viable stem cell therapies, because the research that goes into that is what needs to be developed a little bit further to cover more medical issues, but it runs into a lot of the political issues because people hear stem cell and, and right away they're turned off and think it's, you know, we're playing God. Uh, stem cell therapies have done very well with uh, healing and helping uh, less complications with Parkinson's disease. Um, the happy days guy in my mind is go, I don't watch that much TV, but the one that has Parkinson's, um, oh, fill my name. And what is his name? Opie is all I can think of. Um, the actor that has Parkinson's. Oh, Michael J. Fox. J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. There yeah. you go. I'm like, I can't think of his name. <laughs> you know, he, uh, he's been a recipient of some, and he's promoting stem cell therapy because it's helped him mm -hmm. and it helps other people that, you know, have are afflicted with that. Um, there's just all kinds of research going around all over the country. Many countries are a little further advanced than we are because obviously funding must have gone there or less politics, you know, less political hurdles. Uh, and it's almost become a, what they call medical tourism for people that can afford the services that they, they go on a tour to other countries that offer these services to get these therapies because other countries, you know, many other countries are ahead of us in the research. Um, and in our area, you know, if you, you really do have to be in a city with a larger population and, you know, large medical centers probably to access these things. Uh, but hopefully down the road in a short time, more people, everybody will be able to access it and it will be covered. Like some people will go to Mexico for certain chemotherapies that are not covered by insurance and you know, they can't access in America, but their choice is either you run out of time or, you know, you go do what you can do. And if they're fortunate enough to afford to travel, so they become, become what we call a medical tourist and go to another country to get the treatments that they can't access here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you would think America being what we are trying to be and everything else, that, that shouldn't have to be necessary. Uh -huh. Um, it is one of the most contemporary topics in bioscience and medicine right now. Uh, a lot of the research does come from embryonic stem cells. That does not necessarily mean that, you know, from babies that were aborted. It, a lot of times when you have a new baby, they'll ask you if they, you know, if you would donate your cord, uh, you know, to help with research like that. That's uh, so it's just it's just a really exciting field and not a lot of people know about it. So. That's why I wanted to bring it up today, um, but it is, it's challenging because we have a lot of uh, 
lot of hurdles to overcome. Overcome. Uh, the new discoveries come with uh, the 3D printing. They help with metal and ceramics and to almost build new parts that you need in your body. Um, you know, it, it helps uh, therapies that can benefit from from regenerative medicine would be type 1 diabetics, uh, cardiovascular tissue repair, brain injury tissue repair. I mean, it used to be they thought if your nerves and cells were they couldn't fix. We've learned long before medicine that you activate your brain. Uh, immune system improvement. A lot of people that have to take uh, immune globulin therapies or other therapies to build their immune system. Regenerative medicine can help with that that issue cell therapy wound therapy um really bad uh, like diabetic wounds bed sores burn patients can benefit from this uh you know you only you don't have many skin places to take grafts from when you're a burn patient but regenerative medicine can go in and get what's still working in your body and, and also transplant from other you know using techniques that that, that. certain cancers have benefited from regenerative medicine uh, so it's not as as wild as it, people think at first. Um, I hear a lot of TV, radio and TV commercials in the Philadelphia area for regenerative medicine for orthopedic situations. Uh, those are the ones that aren't quite covered by insurance yet, but I think it won't be that much longer. But for years now, as the, the research was developing, they were applying it to cancer treatments and transplant treatments and just all kinds of areas that they weren't publicizing yet because they wanted to make sure that it was something viable as far as getting it paid for. You might make the most wonderful miracle drug in the world, but if you can't get the insurance company to agree to pay for it, it doesn't do a lot of people much good. And regenerative medicine is kind of the same way. Well, let me just let you know, I tried stem cell therapy for my IBS, my uh, stomach issues last year. Last, like, right. August, September, October, they did direct injections into the stomach area where the pain is and the intestines, and then we did intravenous ones, and they, I mean, I, I didn't feel relief from my problem, but they say that's a good thing to do if you can afford, I had a friend who was doing it, that's the only reason why I did it, but I don't, it didn't help my cause, but it really does help with so much. My friend who's a specialist in this field is the one who signed me up in New Jersey, and I drove to him to hope he can cure me, and he couldn't, but um, it, it, he told me amazing stories about how he's helped so many people heal different ailments in their Body. Many of the people with the diagnoses that you're talking about, I've been giving those monthly infusions, like monthly oh. for them. Wow! And, and they, they need it monthly in order to get the relief. It, it didn't come right away, but usually by the second to third, maybe fourth infusion, they are getting relief. Um, another really, um, and it, it the whole concept grosses people out, but they're actually doing fecal transplants. For people that have IBS wow. and Crohn's disease, really? and it's exactly what it sounds like, yeah. you know, fecal is the medical word for your bowel movement, mm -hmm. and they're transplanting that into you, a healthy, excuse my language, a healthy shit, you know, to create better shit in your body. Yep, exactly. Um, you know, nurses talk the way it is, uh, but. That's exactly regenerative medicine that's working, and you just might not have exhausted all your opportunities that were given it enough time. It, it does work. Mm, all right. Um, Sorry, figured so, I'd interrupt. I have a little experience with what you're talking about. <laughs> so, well, thank you for sharing. That's a little <laughs> bit personal, but, you know, 
um, you know, when you're a chronic medical patient, <laughs> you kind of realize nothing's that personal anymore. Nope, everybody you know? has something, yep. Yeah, so, um, but uh, are there any questions that you've had and maybe with your experience with it? Or well, I could tell you what, well, I just, let me ask you this. What is your take with regenerative medicine? My friend was working with um, someone who had uh, stomach cancer and was given like six months to live. And for the past, again, he's not curing him. Maybe you never know, but he's been alive for two and a half years, still living with the stomach cancer that they said would kill him. But he's crediting his life expectancy is has grown because of the stem cell therapy and again i don't know which form exactly if he's doing it the, the direct injection or the iv but have you heard of other cancer patients benefiting from uh, this too absolutely there's a um ca most cancer therapies are combination therapies mm -hmm. you'll have traditional chemotherapy um then you'll have immunotherapy products to go with what we all associate chemotherapy, the, the bad stuff that loses your hair and things like that. Um, University of Penn has many people that with some of their adjunctive therapies, they haven't cured their colon or pancreatic or stomach cancer yet. But by taking a 46-hour infusion at home after they're finished their treatment at the hospital every three weeks, they're buying time for them until maybe that cure is out there and people yeah. are functioning. It's not like you're just alive laying in bed. People are going to work. You know, they have their, their 46 hours that they get their, uh, medic their IV medication at home. The nurse hooks it up when they're done the hospital treatment and then comes back in 46 hours and takes it down. Uh, in conjunctive with all of that, one thing that really helps is lots and lots of hydration, mm -hmm. no matter what your body's problem is hydration can go a long way to fixing it and that's the stomach and bowel things too yeah. um and and also a positive attitude and trust in your practitioner if you have a, a good communication and you feel confident and you know that you know you're in a good place and it's you know like i had one woman she believed that when she got breast cancer it was one of my employees of, of nurses aid uh, I wanted her to go to, you know, see the best doctor right away and get her started. She was a little bit older, and I knew she would be resistant. She says, it's in God's hand. If God wants me to live, you know, I, I'll live. If not, then I'll oh. get to see him sooner. And But I talked to her. I found an African-American breast cancer specialist not too far from her here in the Philadelphia area. She agreed to the appointment. She listened very politely and stoically. At the end, she said, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate your talking to me, but I place my faith in my creator. And he looked her straight in the eye and he said, ma'am, I'm proud to say that that creator is what placed me on earth here to help you right now. He gave me the brains and the skill and the ability to get the education I need. And, you know, I'm not doing this by myself. Every day, he's with me. And she agreed to therapy and she lived another 10 years. Wow. Uh, but so, you know, it's it's a combination of things that work. I, I never discount any kind of faith in a higher power or whatever it is. I can tell you most people when they're faced with something like that, even if they swore all their life that they're an atheist, they're praying to somebody, What you know, especially towards the end. But it's a combination. It, it's the good medicine, good research that we have. Unfortunately, it's, you know, the financial limitations are, are bigger than other things, but it's it's avoiding processed food. It's avoiding lots of sugars because cancer feeds on sugar. 
more than anything else and um and just having a really good positive attitude and a faith in your higher power mm -hmm. and a trust in your doctor and with all of that together plus you know being open to considering some of these latest researches I mean, some people feel like, gosh, you know, if, I, if they want to do the latest research, you know, I don't want to be a guinea pig. And, you know, and we also have lots of, um, for the people that really are struggling to find the right answers, if, if you qualify for a, a clinical trials, you know, you're not a guinea pig, but you're, you're helping yourself, you know, hopefully, and you're also helping medicine in the future. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's no there is no one cure for anything no you're right yeah you i know, mean there's a lot of non-medical treatments for ibs and colon related things that are also very helpful and a lot cheaper like the right foods the you know the right psychological support uh, learning mindfulness and relaxation stress management all that can go a long way into fixing that problem Hence, yeah, we need, need to talk. Well, thank goodness we're friends, Peggy, so I can ask more questions in the future, right? <laughs> You've been a friend for quite a few months, and I've gotten to know you, and you're now astounding me with this, with this whole regenerative medicine, which I didn't even know that you were doing. I mean, right? We've talked how many well, times. I'm not doing it. I'm not a practitioner, but I am educating as a nurse. One I'm of my sorry, major but you're, roles yep. is to be an advocate for patients and to educate mm -hmm. what's out there. Um and, you know, when I, I know that down the road someday I'm going to need a knee replacement and I'm going to look at regenerative medicine before I look at taking off six weeks from work and the pain and anesthesia and surgery and cost of everything, all that. Because if something can be done in a doctor's office with no anesthesia, which I'm very sensitive to, and minimal physical limitations, yeah. uh, and it's a lot cheaper... And both recovery time and pain and everything else, uh, it's, you know, it's a real blessing that the doctors behind the scenes and the research scientists have been working on this for some time. Yay. By the time we hear about it in the news, everybody thinks, oh, it's the latest thing. Like, you know, they thought the COVID vaccine was brand new and scary because it was so new. Nobody knew how it was going to be. Actually, regenerative medicine is part of what help create that vaccine and that's been around for a long time regenerative medicine we just haven't been advertising it we haven't we didn't even know how many areas of health it could actually help but every day they find more reasons to use it interesting wow all right well what else do you have for us today this is good this is good topic of conversation and again as you believe in an integrative approach right why not? I do believe There's in an so many different modalities that could help someone. We started off, I think, originally talking about hypnotherapy, right, originally? <laughs> I think that was over the first few shows we talked about. Uh, but there's so much more to what you do and can help people benefit. If anybody has any questions of something I haven't brought up in these podcast series, uh, they're welcome to email me privately at notjusthypnosis at gmail.com. Uh, I can point them in the right direction of what you know where they need to go for the answers or the services they're looking for in their particular location um and you know eventually there'll be other modalities that people can reach me at and uh we'll have more more in depth we'll have experts in different fields talking about these different things 
Exciting. You're so knowledgeable. Miss Peggy Smith on her way to getting her own show. And who knows? She may be national soon. And she's she's got it. She's got it with happy possibilities. And, you know, we still got three minutes left for today, Peggy. What else did you want our audience to know? I just want you to know that your health is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And you're not limited to what your insurance company says. Every time an insurance company says no, you have the right to appeal. Most of us don't even, we read the letter, yet we denied you, and they throw it aside and start crying or get mad. You know, you got to read to the bottom of the letter and see how to appeal. And very often, most appeals win. <laughs> um, and if you're not happy or comfortable with the practitioner you're working with, there's a lot of other specialists out there, too, doing the same thing that maybe can explain it in a way that you relate to better. But, you know, it's... I have just as much respect for faith healing in in conjunction with traditional medical care. Um, you know, I I will never tell a patient to just totally discount what the doctor says to do, mm-hmm. but I will teach the patient ways of how they can participate more actively and understand what the doctor's goals are. And if the patient's on board, even psychologically, the results are so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, Peggy All right. Smith, we want to reach out to you for an initial consultation. How do we do so? Uh, you can either call or text me at 267-593-5557, or you can email me at notjusthypnosis at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to my website and reach me through that. That would be um, notjusthypnosis.biz. Uh and I'm I'm pretty accessible. Um, I have a Facebook page. I'm on LinkedIn. I have you know, lots of uh, I'm on Instagram. So it's easy enough to find me. Awesome. Well, cannot wait to find you again and keep in touch. Seriously, always a pleasure. Thank you for being here. By the way, back to school for my kids starts tomorrow. So. Maybe a little anxious and nervous today. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. But also be working the full day. So get them on the bus. It's going to be rough when we go to bed so late. And nerves and anxiety. And they need breakfast before they leave. Thank you for the reminder. Yeah, well, one, just my oldest who's eight just got a palate expander in. For uh-huh. his, so he's got this big metal appliance in his mouth. So he's not even eating much. I'm giving him soup. He's because <laughs> everything gets he stuck. Have oatmeal with some protein powder in it. Yep, I'm making him drink milk, but of course he's fighting me on that. <laughs> well, they, make, they make protein milk, but you can actually give him oatmeal or farina with some protein powder in it. Love uh, you. You know, the oatmeal with cinnamon apple. Usually, most kids will take that, but you can add a little protein to make it a little healthier. He's so plain. Not gonna work. You don't get the protein in the first thing in the morning. I know. He's so plain. That's the problem. So he's very, very picky. Like, where did he get that from? Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) So when he sees the other kids, you know, I don't know if he's going to buy his lunch at school or you're bringing it. But uh, does he have peanut allergies and all those? Nope, nope. He's good. He's good. Okay. Well, once he gets to make some friends and everything, it'll get easier. But he really needs, even if it's... Well, you can't chew a protein bar, like a breakfast bar, but like Velveeta makes yeah. a uh, a breakfast cookie mm-hmm. that has protein in it. Just, you know, two little wafer cookies in the package. Yeah. I give it to my parents who are recovering from surgery right now, and it, they love the cookie, and it's giving them protein to heal their wounds. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Pleasure, Peggy. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time, right, you and have care. a great Bye-bye. day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council.